Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. We're with you for another week here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show, talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Joined by Wade Swickle with two college brothers moving, the Duncan Duo team's preferred moving partner um, that, that has just done an incredible job for our clients. And you know what? And for me too. You know, I had the uh, the situation where I wanted to go down to Punta Gorda to help out the hurricane victims, and you guys stepped up, let us use a truck. We filled it up from Costco, me and my best friend, and we went down and uh, you guys let us use that, which is pretty awesome. I know you guys did a lot of outreach on that too. You guys, I saw it constantly where you guys were going down there bringing stuff and yeah. Um, so, so not just a company that moves people, but but a company that moves people. You yeah, know what I mean, like so, pretty awesome stuff that you guys did. And thank uh, you. I want to start off a little bit today talking about uh, people that are thinking about selling their home. First off, if you're thinking about selling your home, you're curious about your home's value. Go to DuncanDuo.com. We've uh, employed this new technology. We have this new partner uh, that we started working with, and they've got this automated home valuation model that's pretty interactive, allows people to uh, plug in their information, get um, you know, get automated evaluations, get an instant cash offer, and all these types of things. It's a new system that we're using. We're the first people in Tampa Bay to use it, and um, you can get more information about your home value. If, if you don't like what... What Zillow said, or if you don't like what one of the other companies said, go to our website, DuncanDuo.com, and fill out your information. We'll put you on your home value report. It's a monthly report that comes to you, keeps you updated about what's going on. And if you're interested in selling, you can get some more information um, you know, about our team, and, and we can show you how we're different and what we do differently. And I think the first thing that we do differently is that we have experienced what it's like selling in a real estate market like this one, where the market has changed, where it's not as um, you know uh, healthy it's it's a little bit more competitive in certain ways and less competitive in other ways. So a lot of home sellers today are making the mistake of pricing their home uh, as it relates to what the market was doing, um, you know, back, you know, six months or a year ago. And so what happens when a market shifts is you have to stop looking backwards. You have to start looking forwards and making predictions and expectations about past models and past history with what happens when the real estate market starts to shift, when interest rates rise, when demand drops a little bit and supply rises a little bit. Because I don't want anyone to get it twisted. We're not in a uh, we're not in a depressive cycle where you know prices are dropping dramatically and people are fire selling their homes or uh, foreclosures are happening rampantly. We're in a market that is correcting a little bit, that is stabilizing, and prices have stabilized. They're, they're not dropping anymore. The last three or four months, we've seen the average sale price in Tampa kind of flatline. Uh, the difference, though, is that it's taking a little bit longer for homes to sell. Um, homes are selling for a little bit lower prices. Uh, off of asking, uh, sellers are getting more realistic. Sellers are offering concessions. Um, all, all of these things contribute. So sellers have to price their home reflective of where the market might be in three months. You know, a year ago, a seller might say, you know what, I can price it high. I can price it aggressive because the market's going to catch up. You're going to have uh, appreciation. Bring me my, you know, my house that I think is worth 600. It's really only worth 575. By month three on the market, it's going to be worth 600 and, and an offer is going to show up. That doesn't happen in a market like this. And, and people make the mistake of expecting that and then trying to you know kind of cut their price to catch up with the market and by the time they finally do get to a realistic price they've missed the point in which the market believes 
that they're still new and fresh. And, and so that's a mistake that a lot of inexperienced agents will give their advice on because they only know how to sell in a hot market. That's where we bring you know unique things to the table where uh, we've got the experience of selling in a shifted real estate market. We know what it's like to sell when there aren't as many homes selling. We know what it's like to sell against more inventory. Um, you know, we've got the track record in the sales system for that. And every little detail starts to matter. Um, but, but price obviously is the most important one when it comes to pricing it reflective to what the market is doing and what it is going to do in the future, not what it did. When I see people, you know, come to us and say, oh, this home sold six months ago. This home sold nine months ago. That's a whole different world today. That, that is really a completely different world. Appraisers are adjusting those. They don't like to use them for very, you know, they don't like to use the older comps. They like to use really recent stuff. And we know what's gonna happen over the next couple of months is that things are softening. Uh, prices aren't, um, they're not dropping dramatically, but they're not rising. So you have to kind of price ahead of that and you have to price against your competition. When, I, when we look at pricing homes today, you know, six months or a year ago, it was what do the comps say, what has sold? Now it's what's on the market. What do you have to beat out to be the next one that sells when there aren't as many homes selling? So there's no question it's a completely different pricing strategy to sell real estate today. And we have the track record that can help people um, you know, get through that. And again, you can get your home value estimate uh, and so much more at duncanduo.com. Uh, just give us your address. It'll start to auto-populate some information. It's a super interactive form where you can find out what's going on in your neighborhood and what is going on specifically with your house. Um, a lot of home sellers too, we're starting to get those calls from people whose homes have been put on the market with other real estate agents. And so they've, they've, they've tried another real estate agent out. The other real estate agent failed, didn't get it sold or overpriced it. And now sellers are starting to call us and say, Hey, we want you to help us. And, and so, in a lot of situations, there are things we can't do when someone's on the market with someone else. They have an agreement with someone else to sell their home. There's a lot of things we can't talk to them about or help them with. We have to either wait until they don't have an agreement anymore or wait till it's pulled off the market or wait till it expires. And so it's why I'm telling people right now, if you are gonna sell your home, six months ago, a year ago, two years ago, you probably could have gambled and hired an agent on the cheap or hired your uncle's brother's cousin's friend and still got the home sold today. You don't want to be one of the people that hires the wrong agent the first time, you know, because then you're fighting an uphill battle. You want to be someone that hires the right agent the first time um, and really scrutinizes them. Doesn't look for the cheapest, looks for the best. And, and that's what's going to get your home sold uh, today. So uncovering all those little details matter. I, you know, I, I had multiple clients this week where their homes hadn't sold and looking at the listing photos and the listing data. It was so obvious why the homes hadn't sold. One of them had like really dark, like nighttime photos. It looked like rainy. It looked like something that would be really cool on like canvas art, but not for selling the Sunshine State. You know, we're, we're moving people. I'm sure you guys deal with this every day. We're moving people from all over the country. They're coming here for sunshine. They're not coming here for rain. You know, so there's a bad first impression with the first photo. Another one that didn't have, there was a waterfront property they didn't have it advertised as waterfront, didn't have it advertised as lakefront. They mentioned it in the description, but the, the check marks in the MLS, they didn't check. So when people go online and search for waterfront, they don't ever see this house. Another one that was um, didn't have the schools uh, listed. So people are looking for that specific school district and they're searching on the websites and the portals by that specific school district. Even though this house is in that school district, 
the realtor failed to put it in there. So there's so many little details that when the market's crazy hot, sloppy realtoring is what I like to call it, can still be successful. But when the market starts to shift, sloppy realtoring doesn't work anymore. You've got to pay attention to those little details. You've got to have staff paying attention to it or else the home isn't going to sell. So moving on to another subject, we talked about this Wade uh, in the break. We're moving people from all over, you know, all over. I'm sure you guys are too. And, you know, I, I was helping a buddy uh, move some stuff in Indiana uh, over the holiday break. And um, it was it was furniture, and I'm not going to name the company, but they, they sell really cheap hot dogs. And, <laughs> and, they, and they have escalators in the building. And meatballs. And it's blue. Yeah, meatballs, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, like, how often do you guys deal with that where people have this furniture that was, you know, that's kind of been put together by themselves, mm -hmm. uh, and and um, it's pretty inexpensive, and it doesn't it doesn't it's not meant to be taken apart and put back together or moved a bunch. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's really a brilliant business model because uh, the materials that they make that furniture out of uh, are not meant to have screws go in more than one time. Once you right. pull a screw out, it's usually particle board. It brings out sawdust. It brings out the, uh, the essence of wood that would otherwise hold a screw together. Uh, so we do have a disclaimer in our liability that, um, that we can't uh, cover the full value of, of that, type of particle board furniture like yeah. we do other real furniture right. um so because it, it's just really not meant to be moved but it's a brilliant business model because it forces you to go back to the store and buy more of it yeah. uh, after every time I mean, you, you move, get what so. you do get what you pay for right i mean whether it's whether it's a moving company whether it's furniture mm -hmm. whether it's a real estate agency that you're hiring to sell your house you get what you pay for and when you do buy the really inexpensive furniture it's hard to move it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's hard to move it. It's hard to take it apart again. It just doesn't work. That's the reason why it isn't expensive. And that's the reason why you were able to put it together yourself. You right, know? right. And there's nothing against it. I have a lot of that furniture. So yeah, it looks really same. nice. Uh, you just have to understand that it's not probably going to be passed down to different generations. Right. It's when like you, you bought the it. desk for 250 bucks, bro. Like right, it's, it's, right. Just throw it in the trash and buy another desk for 250 exactly. instead of buying the $1,000 desk that you didn't want to splurge on. You know, I mean, that's the reality of it. But no, it was funny because, you know, so I'm moving this piece of furniture from from one of those companies and it just you could just tell it's like this is sturdy enough to survive like you using it but this is not sturdy enough to survive people lifting it up putting it into a moving truck doing all these things this is just not what it's meant for so i can only imagine how often you guys have to deal with things like that where people don't quite grasp that and understand that you know things like that really aren't meant to be you know moved as easily so when you are moving Make sure you're preparing yourself for some of those items you have that are, you know, maybe not overly stable or 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 that are cheap. You know, mm -hmm. they're they're just not going to survive moving. They're meant to sit there and look cute and hold it and hold hold a vase on it, <laughs> but it's not meant to be picked up and put in a truck and taken apart. Right, and and we try to educate our customers on that, you know, upfront so they know what the expectation is with that type of furniture, and we'll do everything we can to protect it if they still want us to move it. Uh, we've dealt with it so much, like we've found a couple little tricks that we can use to try to preserve it as much as possible. But the reality is, no matter what you do, sometimes if it's going on a bumpy road or if it was assembled in the room and you have to take it apart to get it out of the room a lot of times that that particle board is or, a, or in my instance if it was assembled improperly or that too and <laughs> that's the, quite tight we don't know who assembled <laughs> exactly. the piece in the first place yeah, so it yeah. may so have it's like been you're done relying wrong. on the person that assembled it to make sure everything was tightened up mm -hmm. and so so yeah we see those horror stories all the time and uh it is it's it's one of those funny things that i ha i got a personal experience with dealing with over the holidays so again you're listening to the duncan duo real estate show when we aren't on air make sure to follow us on all of our socials at the duncan duo uh twitter instagram uh youtube tiktok 
Facebook, you name it, we're on it. Follow us. We're always doing cool giveaways. We're always putting out real estate content uh, and sharing what is going on in our business, what is going on in the real estate market. And we'll be back continuing our conversation after a quick break here on WFLA News. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. I'm Andrew Duncan, joined by Wade Swikel with two college brothers moving the Duncan Duo team's preferred moving company. And um, it's no secret that Florida continues to attract people from all over the country, all over the world, really. And that's one thing that I think a lot of people don't understand when they when they maybe hear the pundits talk about, oh, the real estate market's going to crash or, you know, all these you know things are a problem. And real estate is so local that just because the real estate market is crashing in some city up north that's had a bad winter, um, you know, doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to crash here. And so a lot of people mistake what they might see on the national news or what they might hear about what's going on in real estate in some other area and think like the stock market that it just applies the same everywhere else. The unique phenomenon that we have to our advantage in Tampa Bay is that we have a massive amount of people moving here. And in years past, we've always had people moving to Florida. It's it's a retirement state. I mean, people you know, people come here, move into retirement communities that come here is kind of the last their last dance, you know, so to speak. Um, but that's not just what we're experiencing now. We're not experiencing people moving here for retirement. We're, we're experiencing people moving here, running their businesses from somewhere else. We're experiencing people coming here to start businesses. Um, we're experiencing CEOs moving here to avoid state income taxes in their in their northern states. So. You know, and and we'd always just seen people relocating, you know, mostly from, you know, I mean, realistically, we saw a lot of New York. You know, I would always joke that it's it's not it's not Florida anymore. It's Florida. You know, it's <laughs> you know, we're we're you know, we're like the you know second coming of, of New York. And, and so we have so many New Yorkers here and not that we didn't get other areas we would. But New York just seemed to be like the consistent, overwhelming place that we would get people from. That's always been the case. However. What I'm seeing now is not not just New York, but really everywhere. Would you would you say the same thing? Yeah, no, and it's an interesting topic that you brought up. I was just recently turned on to a tool uh, with the U.S. Census that shows uh, how like different county by county what counties across the country people are migrating from, and yeah. you can kind of see. And, and New York, the Northeast, is of course a big one. Yep. Um, but our our website manager actually showed me our, our Google Analytics, and uh, our top visitors to our website isn't even Tampa. Uh, residents the wow. the, ge the geography on it is actually atlanta right now no kidding yeah there's a lot of people coming in from atlanta and then new york is on there too i think tampa's yep. number two uh for visitors on our website from a geographical awesome. location um but yeah uh, i'll send you the link for that tool after the show and yep. uh maybe you can push it out to your listeners yeah, yeah, i know i've seen it before and i've seen some stuff online where which states are losing the most population um you know interestingly um, we'd always, we, you know, we had always sold the Sunshine State, you know, and and that had been the push. And I think that's why we attracted so many people from New York in the Northeast. And obviously, look, New York, you say New York or New York City because it's the most populated city. Of course, it's going to draw, you know, of course, a lot of people are going to move from there, you know. So it's, it's not a knock on New York necessarily, um, although I could never live there personally, like <laughs> yeah. ever, ever, ever. Um, but uh, I love to visit. I love to visit, but, but can't, couldn't do it. So, but um, we see a lot more from the West Coast than we've ever seen. 
Mm. We see a lot more from California. Yeah. And and we hadn't seen that before because California's coastal as well. They mm -hmm. have an incredible climate. But yep. there's some things going on with their local and state government. There's some there's a lot of issues with expense. There's tax issues. So we had never, you know, in, in my 18 plus years in real estate, I, you know, I, I can't remember years where I felt like we had multiple people moving here from California. It just didn't happen. We would, we saw plenty of Atlanta and Georgia. We'd see people going back and forth between Gainesville, Jacksonville and here, Miami and here. We'd see, uh, obviously New York, we'd see the Midwest, but we just, we'd even see Texas. Hmm. We just never saw California unless it was a PCS, unless it was a military move. And then you would sometimes see a California move simply from that. But I'm talking families moving yeah. from California so, so what I mean by that is because our state has been run so well and because of its, you know, truthfully, in my opinion, pro-freedom policies when it came to COVID and, and everything that's come after, um, because our state has been run so well, it's attracting people from all over the world that say, I don't want to go through this again if it happens again, or I want to go somewhere where I feel like, you know, my ideals are matched. And, you know, you can call it the politic, you know, politicalization of America, but but it, it's just true. People want to live in a, in a, you know, in a local government that they feel like aligns with their values. And it's never really become that polarizing before. And whether it's good or bad, I'm not I'm not, you know, commenting on that. It's good for the real estate market in Tampa Bay. Um, but the, the reality is, is people are making moves from areas where they feel like the local government doesn't match their value set. And we're attracting people to, to Florida because of that. Um, and, and so nonetheless, it's, it's one extra thing in addition to, you know, winning sports teams and, and, a, and a great, you know, climate that doesn't snow and ice over and, uh, at least for more than a few days. Yeah. Um, it's another thing that we've got in the tool shed that's driving and making our real estate market more successful and more healthy than other parts of the country. So, um, yeah, know. if you look up U-Haul prices too, it's fascinating because you can get a U-Haul going to California from Florida for dirt cheap, but coming from Florida or from California to Florida, and it's astronomically expensive. Oh no, I remember because I, you know my my brother-in-law uh, Daniel, who's filming me right now doing our marketing. I actually had him go to California to pick up a toolbox. It's a really long story that I, that's kind of hard to explain, but it was a toolbox used in the Fast and Furious movies. And it was signed by Paul Walker. And if nice. you don't know, I'm like a big car junkie. So, so I was able to buy this screen used toolbox from the very first movie from the technical director of the movie. who's a friend of mine, but, but I did it during COVID. And I didn't have a way to get it here. And I had no way like to get it here. Um, and fortunately um, I was able to get a van but you're right. Like I, it was from California to here. I paid him to rented the van and paid him to drive it from there to here. Right. Mm. And, and so, um, you know, you're right. It was, it was challenging to find, and this is a couple of years ago. It's, I'm sure it's even worse now, but it was challenging to find a place that we could rent a van from that would get it here. Um, so, so nonetheless, I've personally experienced that. Well, yeah. anyway, we're going to be back continuing our conversation after a quick break here on the Duncan duo show. So we're back here on the Duncan duo show, talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. I'm Andrew Duncan joined by Wade Swickle with two college brothers moving the preferred mover for the Duncan duo team. New construction. Look, it, it's, it's no secret the last few years that new construction starts and new construction homes were really the driving force to provide inventory to the real estate market. And now that the low inventory isn't really our problem anymore. It's certainly not high inventory, but it's but it's improving. It's increasing inventory towards towards a more balanced market. Um, new construction is still a very viable 
option for a lot of home buyers. A lot of builders are still doing everything they can to create new homes because of the number of people moving here and the need for the um, you know the need for the inventory. But here's some myths. There's an article that came out this week about nine myths about buying a new construction home that aren't actually true. New construction homes are more expensive is one of the myths. Now, you have to look at the total cost of ownership here because it depends on what you mean by new expensive. Are they going more expensive? Are they going to be a higher price? Typically because they're brand new and under warranty and, um, you know, those types of things. However, uh, you know, lower utility costs, lower maintenance costs, more things under warranty can get replaced versus you having to pay out of pocket for a new refrigerator. The refrigerator can get replaced under warranty in most instances. And then secondarily, uh, in Florida, typically new construction homes only pay property tax on the land for the first year because they, until they get a CO, they don't get assessed as a home. They get assessed as land. Um, so new construction homes may have a higher price, but whether or not they're more expensive, does the higher price in many instances offset um, and bring in lower month-to-month costs by lower maintenance, lower utilities, lower taxes, and lower insurance? Homeowners insurance on new construction homes is also, um, you know, also lower. You'll be waiting a long time to move in. Um, there are plenty of homes that are <clears throat> uh, ready to go. They're, they're moving ready now. Um, the average new construction home takes about 6.5 months from the ground up, depending on how custom you are and where, you know, where at you, you're talking about here. It's a little longer than six and a half months, but nonetheless, that's a, that's a national statistic. It's harder to finance a new construction home. Not at all. Almost all builders have partners with, with, uh, mortgage lenders that provide preferred financing, um, and, and allow for incentives so that. You can use their lender and, um, you know, have a greater chance at getting through and financed. In fact, I would say it's the opposite. Uh, in a lot of instances, it's, it's probably easier to finance a new construction home because the lender doesn't view as many risks. Um, and the lender isn't as worried about age of the roof or the age of the electric or the age of the AC. New homes lose their value faster than pre-existing properties. Um, again, uh, th- there's a little bit of truth to this in the fact that, you know, uh, homes that are brand new have a premium as- attached to everything being brand new. And then after you move into it, it's not brand new anymore. But um, unless uh, there's no more new construction happening, which is usually not the case, it usually continues in the neighborhood. You're usually not the last home that the buys. Most of the time, there's um, there's going to be a spike in value once the community's ended. Uh, you can't inspect a new construction home before you buy it. This is wrong. Um, we have home inspectors that do multiple phases of home inspections on new construction. We encourage you to, you know, you're you're inspecting the slab, you're inspecting pre-drywall. Uh, if if you hire the right inspector, you you have the you have the home inspected along the way, so that you're not you know you're not finding something wrong at a point in which it's too hard to correct. Um, new construction homes are lacking in character. Here's the the myth with that the reason they're lacking in character a lot of times is because they're vacant they're empty you have to add your own character to them a lot of character in a house that people feel like has character it's because of the owner's stuff the house really doesn't have character the owner's stuff has character um new construction homes are cookie cutter and limit your choices in terms of design here's where i'll say there is some truth to that 
And again, it depends on the builder, it depends on the neighborhood and the price point. I mean, you can customize a lot of things, but there's some builders that are going to build certain floor plans and you're just, you know, you're, you're stuck with it. New construction homes are poor quality than pre-owned homes. This is not true. Um, they have to meet higher uh, hurricane protection standards, higher code standards. They have to meet a lot of higher standards. However, are there some times where new construction could be poor quality because it's rushed? Yes, that does happen, especially in communities where they're trying to really you know, push out inventory. And you don't need a real estate agent to purchase new construction. Just, again, you need someone helping you because the builder's representative represents the builder and the builder's best interest. They're not your friend. They want to get the best deal they can for their employer. Um, and, and nonetheless, real estate agents have experience of dealing with the builders. They know what they can get. They know the steps of the process. Um, and, and they have a track record for previously maybe different negotiation tactics they've used with the particular builder or incentives that are available to prior buyers that you could get available to you that you didn't know about. So you definitely still need a, a real estate agent to purchase new construction homes. So speaking of new construction, when you're when when you guys are moving into um, you know someone into an existing home, um, is there is there less you know I don't know maybe nervousness or hesitation about moving into a brand new construction home because there's no blemishes, there's no like you know what I mean? It's like it's like washing a car that's ne that's just been painted. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Is there is there any like extra steps or you know, any, any things you guys have to look out for when you're moving someone into a new construction home? Yeah, not not really, because usually whenever we move somebody into a new home, it's freshly painted. The carpets are clean. You know, the floors a lot of times are new, even if it's an existing home. Yeah. Um, and so we've got uh, poly, polynite floor runners. We've got uh, door jam protectors. Uh, we'll wrap up banisters on staircases. Uh, so we're protecting the premises no matter if it's new construction or an old construction gotcha. home. Um, usually, if anything, you know, it's easier to move into a new construction home because some of the old Older homes have smaller doorways or different, they were built under different building codes and they have narrower areas. Uh, whereas new construction is typically a lot uh, wider, wider, more, modern, more spacious, yeah. more modern, exactly. Less rooms a lot of times, more open floor plans. So um, if anything, I'd say new construction is easier to move into. Yeah, that makes sense. And so what are the hardest properties you guys have to move into? I would assume like condos. Stairs. Probably condos. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times because we're at the mercy of the condo complex and the high rises in Tampa, a lot of times we can only park in one spot. Sometimes we're competing with other companies that are parking there, whether they're moving companies or other tradesmen. Uh, so, so there's usually only one or two elevators that we can use. And the elevators a lot of times are smaller, long hallways. Uh, so I would say condos are definitely the hardest to, to move in and out of, and they take the longest and some we've even, you know, rented cranes in the past uh, to get pieces in to uh, balconies and things like that that wouldn't fit up the staircases or the elevator. So, um, yeah, definitely those are the hardest. And then older homes tend to be a little harder, especially with smaller doorways and those sort of yeah, things. Yeah, because you're dealing with, yeah, you're not dealing with homes that are like as friendly for larger furniture and right. items. So what's the craziest thing you guys have had to do to get a piece of furniture into, into someone's property? Have you had to use cranes? Yeah, I'd like say that? probably get a crane up in Gainesville. Way back on our Facebook page, we had a penthouse move in the tallest building in Gainesville, which is only like seven stories. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but it was built in like the early I don't know 1920s or something, and it had a tiny tiny one person elevator, uh, and the stairways weren't any better, and there was a spiral staircase to get to the penthouse, and so we basically had to crane up almost all of the furniture. What? And there's a video <laughs> on there somewhere if you go way back. I'll try to find it and repost it. But uh, but yeah, I'd say that was definitely the most involved move we've had to do. 
And when you guys get, a lot of times, obviously we refer our clients to you guys on the regular. So a lot of times you have people's information, but have you guys ever had like, and I've had this happen too, where I've had somebody call us at an appointment and the person that called us at the appointment uh, was setting it for someone else. And you get there and it's someone famous or a celebrity or mm. something like that. Have you guys had those situations where, and you don't have to name names because that's the other thing about, you know, that I've learned, you know, in the years that we've been doing this and, you know, working with professional athletes and, yep. and celebrities, whether they're local or, you know, larger scale, um, you know, they don't want their business aired out in the street. You right. know, a lot of times there's NDAs or stuff they don't want you to communicate about. They, they want their business to stay private. Yep. And so, um, so you don't have to name names, but, but have to, you know, you can be vague, but have there been situations where you guys have shown up to move someone and it's like, oh my goodness, this is someone super famous and that's not who called. Yeah. We've had pro bowl football players. We've had players for the Rays. We've had hockey players. Uh, yeah. So we, we, you know, athletes are bigger, especially around Tampa Bay. Yeah, we've got a lot of, of prominent sports teams. Um, I'm trying to think if we've had any high profile celebrities in Tampa. I'm sure we have. It, you, like you said, it usually, sometimes we don't even know about it. We right. know that some, this person the, does the, a lot of times the, the celebrity person isn't, they're even not even there. there. Yeah. It's family or it's their people. It's their handlers. Right. Um, right. We've, we've done a uh, university of Florida football coaches and usually it's the wife wife that is yeah. handling that but yeah. Uh, but yeah a lot of times it's a handler an agent we moved in a, a sports agent one time didn't even know he was a sports agent and then he referred several of his clients and that's but cool. he called in and booked it for them uh, yeah so that's that's really cool um, and you know of course we'll always honor that you know it, sometimes people want us to show up in unmarked trucks so their neighbors don't even know that they're moving they oh, just no think kidding. it's a trade person there yeah exactly so so funny story when I use you guys as truck um, I parked it like, you know, I parked it right in front of my house, right? It was there for a couple of days because nice. I was using it to take stuff down. And I actually had multiple people text me, are you moving? Did you sell your house? <laughs> like, no, no, don't get twisted. I'm going to die here. Okay? Like, I am moving. <laughs> so, but, but, you know, it's kind of funny. I can see where that would, where, where people would, that would make sense. We've had the same thing happen. We've had someone call and set an appointment and then we show up and then it's like, oh my goodness, this is so-and-so's house. Mm -hmm. This is, this is pretty cool. Well, if it's an athlete, all of a sudden rumors start flying on where they're going Correct. and that they're yeah, leaving the team, especially so if it's gotta the off season. Very, they got to be super cautious about mm -hmm. it. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, um, Again, you're listening to the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show here on WFLA News. When we aren't on air, make sure to follow us on all of our socials. We are at the Duncan Duo, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, we're out there. Make sure to follow us uh, when we aren't on air. And go to DuncanDuo.com for a free home evaluation, instant cash offer. We've got a new technology. If you've gone to our website before and filled it out for a free home value. Go again, we've got this new company that we've partnered with. We're super excited about it. It's coming up with some really innovative data uh, and a new way of looking at your home's value to kind of plug in some different things. So it's been pretty cool to, to launch with this new partner and that uh, you can get more information about your home if you're thinking about selling, if your home hasn't sold, if it failed to sell. Um, there are you know, unfortunately a lot of people whose homes didn't sell in 2022, you know, in the, sec in, the, in, the, in the third and fourth quarter. So again, DuncanDuo.com. And we're going to be back after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. We're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Hey, another benefit of the real estate market right now, in addition to the fact that you can get a better deal on a house than you could have six months ago. And yes, your interest rate's higher. But if you're someone that can afford it, you can always change the interest rate. You know, it, it's a lot harder to change your price. You know, when, when you can get a better deal on a house, you lock in your interest rate and then hopefully... Uh, again, no guarantees on this, but hopefully a year or two down the line, interest rates drop and you're in a better financial position by buying today than you would have been paying 50 grand over asking price buying six months ago, which was kind of going on pretty rampantly. 
So, Wade, you guys are doing a, a promotion right now uh, with a, with some discounts, and I want to give you a chance to talk about that. So if there's people out there thinking about moving or about to move, uh, they can they can save some money. Yeah, definitely. So typically through February is our is considered our slow season, uh, and you probably you know know this as well. People have to file their tax returns at the end of the year, and in January they're waiting on their W twos and 1099s and all that stuff. So a lot of times the home buying process uh, takes until about March uh, to pick up, and that's when we start to see people. At least when the move is coordinated, you know that they might go under contract and whatnot before. But um, yeah, so we'll start to pick up in March, but uh, but through now uh, January through February uh, we're offering deals up to thirty percent off uh depending on where you're located obviously this this broadcast reaches a wide range uh, but if they're if you're located in tampa uh, and you've got a full house to move then we can usually offer up to 30 percent off uh, we're offering free box starter kits delivered right to your door at no charge once you book with us and uh, the second month of storage free if you need to store anything and that could just be a sofa that doesn't fit it could be a kayak it could be a whole house you know whatever maybe your closings are delayed or or they're spaced out and you just need to store for a week or two uh, we can do all of that stuff so <clears throat> another thing I think, uh, in addition to getting the discount on the moving, you're going to get a discount on the house right now. And if you're a seller, you need to price your house aggressively. If you're a buyer, you need to work with an agent that you know will negotiate on your behalf and get you value. Uh, gone are the days of going with the person that's, you know, that's brand new to the business and, um, you know, not, um, you know, not uh, uh, up to speed with what's going on in the market that, that hasn't had the experience of, you know, going through the ups and downs of the real estate market. So, you, so you've got to make sure to scrutinize and hire the right real estate agent right now. It's super important. Uh, if you want to get the best price, best terms, uh, whether you're buying or selling, look for the best right now. Don't, don't just trust someone be, that's new that doesn't, you know, again, when the market was hot, you could get away with not hiring the pro when the market shifts, it's, it's super important. You need to be working with the best. And obviously I'm biased, right, Wade? I mean, you're biased. Yeah. You guys are the best movers. We think we're the best real estate agents. <laughs> and we're looking to hire more of the best. If you are thinking about a change in your real estate career, if you are a new agent, if you're an agent that didn't quite have the 2022 that they want, if you don't feel like you have the training, the accountability, and the structure that you need to be successful, or because of the market shift, you need to go to a place that has leads, that has marketing, that has a system behind you, uh, please go to jointheduo.com. We have uh, really ramped up. We've added 10 agents to our team. We're massively growing. And our goal is to uh, is to continue to grow at that same pace, which is very comparable to what we did in the last real estate downturn. We grew at 50 plus percent a year. We expect that same thing to happen as real estate agents decide, you know what, I can't do this on my own. I'm either gonna have to get a J-O-B, which stands for just over broke. Um, I'm gonna have to get a J-O-B, or I'm going to have to go somewhere that I can plug into that can really help coach me up. And so we've got a director of agent ramp up uh, with us, director of uh, training, Don Boardwell. And Don is going to take our agents and take them from scratch to production um, in a one-on-one -on -one setting in a small team environment. So you get a lot of structure. And again, we are different than the typical real estate agency that says, oh, yeah, come over here, hang your license and do what you want to do. We're, we're going to provide you so many tools. And truthfully, the accountability that you need. People need accountability. People need structure. There, there are plenty of people that need that in order to be successful. So if you're thinking about a change, if you're thinking about a real estate career, uh, again, go to jointheduo.com. Again, that is jointheduo.com. Uh, you can go. You can register for our career night. You can apply for any one of our open positions, and you can get a consultation with uh, Don Boardwell. Don is 
not only is Don our director of uh, agent growth, but Don has as an agent, as an individual agent, and as an agent on the team, sold over 100 homes a year by himself. Um, that's massive production. Like to, to sell over 100 homes a year as an agent, uh, not as someone with a team, just as one person is, is an incredible amount of production. So you're, you're going to be dealing with somebody that knows how to produce, knows how to sell, and uh, can help you take it to, uh, to another level. So that hopefully we sell more homes, and then we drive more homes, more people that are selling their homes, over to two college brothers to say, hey, <laughs> we sold the house. Now you got to move our people. You guys really have done a great job for us. So Thank you. I appreciate su- that. Super grateful for it. So if you're a real estate agent or someone listening, um, know that um, you know know that they've done a great job for us and continue to do a great job. So we appreciate you tuning in. Again, when we aren't on air, follow us on all of our socials. We are at The Duncan Duo, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat. No, not Snapchat. I forgot. Snapchat apparently is where people do bad things. So we're not on Snapchat. Really? Apparently. Yeah. I, I don't thought know. that was TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> we're good. Uh, Snapchat is for apparently cheating spouses. So we're not We're not going to oh, wow. go on that. Uh, <laughs> that's what Daniel told me. I've been just I'm relaying what he told me. I'm not doing any of that. So I don't even have a Snapchat. I don't even have an Instagram anymore. Like I literally oh, wow. took it off my phone. I'm focused on 2023. Good so for you. Have an awesome rest of your Sunday, Tampa Bay. And thanks for tuning in.